0: Yes. More Americans enjoy Roma than any other wine. Because Roma wines taste better. Taste better because only Roma selects from the world's greatest reserves of fine wines for your pleasure. And now, Roma Wines, R-O-M-A, Roma Wine Company of Fresno, California, bring you The Roma Wines present Mr. Elliot Reed in Dead of Night, a suspense play produced for Shenley by William Spears. Suspense, radio's outstanding theater of thrills, is presented for your enjoyment by Roma Wines. That's R O M A. Roma Wines, those better tasting California wines. This is the month of June when hearts are gay and wedding bells ring. When the new bride is posted and the brides of yesteryear are honored with traditional champagne. So, remember the occasion. Say it with Roma Champagne, a superb bulk process sparkling wine, and discover better taste at its brilliant best. You'll find the golden goodness of sparkling Roma Champagne a crowning touch to every festive occasion, whether it be wedding reception or anniversary, formal dinner, or just friendly entertaining at home. Yet, for all its premium quality, Roma Champagne now actually costs you less. At new low prices, Roma Champagne, or any Roma wine, is your best buy in better taste. And now, Roma Wines bring you Mr. Elliot Reed in a remarkable tale of Suspense. <laughs>
1: and I had never been apart since our folks died. Never before that summer when I got a job at a mountain resort. She was supposed to go with me, wait on tables or something, and it was to be our vacation. But at the last minute, she decided to stay in town. She figured her boyfriend, Steve, might be coming home on furlough. I should have known better. My sister was such a kid. But I let her talk me into it, and I went alone. That was the beginning of the whole thing. That's when she met him, Phil Armstrong. If I hadn't gone away that summer, I guess Phil would be alive today. All during the time I was gone, Helen didn't write much. And what letters I did get didn't seem natural. So I was anxious to finish my job and get home. I expected her to be at the bus station, but she wasn't. When I got to the apartment, I could hear someone moving inside. The door was locked, so I knocked. Helen! Who is it? It's me! Jimmy? Yeah, open the door. Oh, Jimmy, just a minute. Ah, since when have you taken to locking the door in the daytime? Helen, what did you do to yourself? Your face... Were you in an accident? I fell, Jimmy. I fell and I hurt myself.
2: Your eyes swollen
1: shut. Let I me mean, look okay. at it. Jimmy, I have got something to tell you. What are these suitcases doing here? You and I are going away, Jimmy. We've got to get out of here. packed everything. We're going no place till you tell me what this is all about. Jimmy, while you were gone, I... I got married. Married? You mean Steve was here on follow? No, Jimmy, not to Steve. Ma- but you were engaged to him. I know, but... I got a letter from you right after you left. He he married someone he met where he was stationed.
2: Oh, Helen. Gee. Uh,
1: I I was pretty upset, Jimmy, and that's when I met Phil Armstrong. But, gee, I think you might have. I I don't even know the guy. No. Neither did I. But I was unhappy. You just don't go off and marry someone you don't know. But I did, Jimmy. Now we've got to get out of here. But why? Because there's been trouble. What kind of trouble? I'm afraid, Jimmy. It's terrible. Take something. I
2: don't
1: know
2: what it
1: is, but sometimes he's just crazy. Ellen. Yes? Your face. You didn't call. No, He did that. I'll. I'll kill him. Oh, he'll kill you. That's what I mean. He'll kill you. That's why we've got to get away. You can get a divorce, can't you? He threatened me if I even tried to get We'll him. put him under a peace bond. Will. What good would a peace bond be if he killed one of us? <laughs> I let her talk me into running away I guess I shouldn't have But I knew that if I saw him after what he'd done to her Well, anyhow, she looked so frightened I thought it best to let her do it her way We got to Santa Monica that night And we stopped at a motel near the water Well, a week slipped by and Helen seemed to be forgetting She didn't jump every time someone knocked at the door I managed to get a job at one of the shooting concessions on the pier. And we both began to feel good for a while. Then one night late, as I came home from work, I heard voices coming from our apartment. I knew who it was. And I knew from what Helen had told me, it would be foolish for me to go in unarmed. So I ran back to the shooting concession. I knew something was going to happen. back, the lights were out, and the sound of voices was gone. I tried the door. It was very dark. And then, my foot struck something soft and heavy on the floor. I snapped on a switch and the room was flooded with light. And I looked down into a dead man's face. i have never seen him in life. I knew this was Phil, her husband. There was a deep gash over his eye, and the blood still flowed from it onto the floor. I stepped over him and I ran into the bedroom. Helen! Helen! But there was no one in the bedroom or in the kitchen. And then I heard the front door open.
2: Jimmy! Close that door, Helen. Jimmy! Close it, do you hear me? Be quiet. Turn the lights out. Why did I tell you? Oh, what have I let you in for? There you are.
1: Don't move, Helen. Mrs. Gordon, they they were having a party. They're gone now. Jimmy Barton, you should be ashamed of yourself. Open this door. I want to talk to you. Why, I'm not dressed. I I was taking a shower. Well, sit something on. Uh, I'm tired, Mrs. Gordon. I I was just going to bed. Jimmy, I told you I wanted to talk to you. Now, will you open this door? She has a task key, Jimmy. All right. All right, Mrs. Gordon. Just let me get some clothes on. I didn't know what to do. I knew that she was determined to come in. Mrs. Gordon is a nosy old woman. But she meant well. She'd taken it upon herself to Mother Helen and me since the first minute she'd laid eyes on us. And we'd had a time keeping her out of the apartment with her pots of jam and her bowls of soup.
2: What do we do, Jimmy?
1: Come on, take him by the feet. No! on, take him by the feet. (laughs) We started half dragging, half carrying him towards the bedroom. The rug slipping along the floor as we moved. We just got into the bedroom and then. As long as your mother isn't here to look after you, I'm going to do it myself. Jimmy, I can't leave him here. She might come into the bedroom. Quick, the
2: bathroom.
1: Oh, Jimmy, where are you? Oh, I'll she come in here. Pull back those shower curtains. Jimmy, we can't. Don't argue. Pull him
2: back. Jimmy, I, I, I can't get his legs <laughs> I, I, I'll double them up. Pull the curtains together. Is there, what's
1: been going on in here? Look at my love. Has there been a fight? Just a minute, Mrs. Gordon.
2: There's what's on this floor and on this desk here. Is this blood?
1: Get me a razor out of the medicine chest. Uh, you're, what are you going to do? Never mind. You, stay here. I'm coming, Mrs. Gordon. Well, just as I suspected, you've been fighting. You hurt yourself. Here, let me see your hand. It isn't bad, Mrs. Gordon. No wonder you didn't want me to come in. Where's Helen? Oh, she's... Oh, she hasn't been here all evening. Here, let's look at your hand. It isn't bad, Mrs. Gordon. Let me see that hand. There. Uh, Jimmy, this is a bad gash. Have you disinfected it? Yes. Yes, I have. Well, let me bandage it for you. Uh, this towel's all right. It's not all right. Now, where are your bandages and things? In the bathroom? No, no. I don't have any. You're just saying that, Jimmy Barton, because you don't want to be bandaged. You're not fooling me any. And I'm going right into the bathroom and get some. No, not the bath. I mean, I don't I have it. I see for myself. No, no, Mrs. Gordon. Jimmy! Oh, you've blood all over this floor. Here, let's look in his medicine closet. There, I knew it. Here's some tape and some gauze, too. Mrs. Gordon, can't we do this in the living room? No, we'll do it right here. Here's some alcohol. Now, put your hand over
2: here. We stood there, and she banished
1: me. I kept wondering where Helen had gone. And then I saw the shower curtain move slightly. And I knew. For a moment, I thought Mrs. Gordon had seen it move, too. Jimmy, just look at that shower curtain. Yes? You've smeared that with blood, too. Oh, I'd better clean things up for you before Helen gets home. you will scare the life out of her. Oh, I'll clean it up, Mrs. Gordon. You've done enough. Thanks. Thanks very much for taking care of this, honey. Well, all right, if you don't want me to. Now you better get some sleep.
2: I'll see you in the morning. Good night, Jimmy.
1: Good night, Mrs. Gordon.
2: Jimmy. Shh. Come on. Oh, I had to hide someplace. It was terrible. I know. It was the only thing you could do. Oh, oh Jimmy. Yes? Uh, Jimmy, I forgot to tell you that I'm having
1: some painting done tomorrow. So you'll have to be out of here early. Hard enough getting painters these days without making them wait for attendance to get up. All right, Mrs. Gordon. I'll be out first thing in the morning. Good night. Good night. We'll have to get him out of here. Yeah. Where are we taking? I don't know. I've got to think. Helen, you try and rest. Listen, Jimmy. let me go to the police. Let me tell him that I did it. Let me tell him what he was. He won't do anything to me. No, no, you try and rest. What time is it? About six. I've got two hours before the painters get here. What are you going to do, Jimmy? Well, the car. No one will see us if we take him through the service porch into the garage. Then what? I don't know, but that'll get him out of here anyway. I think I can do it alone, Helen. Listen to me, Jimmy. We're in this mess because of me, and I'm going to help you.
2: I'm going to help you. <laughs>
0: Roma Wines are bringing you Elliot
1: Reed in Dead of Night, Roma Wines' presentation tonight in radio's outstanding theater thrills, Suspense.
0: Presented by Roma, R-O-M-A, Roma Wines, those better tasting wines that come from California's finest vineyards to enrich your table to enhance the hospitality of your home. To bring you better tasting wine, Roma selects and presses California's choicest grapes. Then, Roma vintners with ancient skill and winemaking resources unmatched in America guide this sun-drenched grape treasure unhurriedly to tempting taste perfection. These fine wines are placed with other Roma wines of years before. And from these reserves, the world's greatest reserves of fine wine, Roma later selects for your enjoyment. Now you can enjoy the premium quality of your favorite Roma California wine at savings up to 20%. Tomorrow, as a special after-dinner treat, try rich Roma port or mellow muscatel. Be sure to ask for Roma, America's favorite wine.
1: And now, Roma wines bring back to our Hollywood town stage, Elliot Reed as Jimmy Barton, with Kathy Lewis as Helen in Dead of Night. A tale well calculated to keep you in suspense when I went into the bathroom the shower curtains were standing open his legs had slipped from their cramped position and they pushed themselves into the room he sat there with his head twisted down and his chin digging into his chest I took a washcloth and I it was awful I wiped the blood off his face Just in case anyone saw us They might think he was just sick Then I tried to lift him But I slipped and his head made a hollow sound As it thumped down on the shower floor Helen helped me get him into the luggage compartment of the car Where are we going, Jimmy? Helen, won't you stay in the apartment, please?
2: No, I couldn't I'm going with you
1: All right, Come on Yeah. What time is it? Five or seven. The will be clearing soon. It'll be harder getting him out of the car than... Jimmy. What? Jimmy, there's a Santa Monica Pier. You can drive cars out to the end of it. Wait, maybe we could... Yeah. It's worth a try, anyway. The fishermen are out already, Jimmy. Maybe there won't be any out at the end of the pier. Well, Over there Keep it back up Yeah Anyone close? Wait It's that one fisherman About 50 feet away I'll slam the door See if he turns around Yeah It's all right Jimmy He's waiting for something We'll have to act fast That fog's clearing You stay here I can manage alone this time No I'll help you You stay here this time
2: All right you call me Jimmy
1: I'll go around to the back Keep your eyes open Jimmy Somebody's
2: coming Who is it? I can't see what... Jimmy, it's a policeman. What? It's a policeman. Jimmy!
1: Oh. Oh, it's Slugger. Slugger Vanda. It's patrolman on the pier. Hello. Hello, Slugger. Uh, Well, when do you get your sleep, Jimmy? While you're
2: working?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Slugger. But I couldn't seem to remember if I'd locked up the old shooting gallery, so I came over this morning to have a look around. Oh, I see. Uh, this is my sister, Slugger. Hello, this is Slugger Vanda. How do you do? Hello. Well, you're an early riser, too, huh? Yes. Well, the fog's clear. That looks like we'll get some sun today for a change. Yeah. Well, I guess I'll be getting back. Think I'll try and catch a few more hours sleep. So long. So long. Oh, say, say, you me. Yeah. Hey, Jimmy, I have to take my wife over to a nursery today and pick up some plants and stuff, and I don't have a truck on my car. I wonder if you would let me use your car. I, uh... Oh, yeah. well, you still have to drive me over to Malibu this afternoon, Jimmy. Oh, yeah, I'd forgotten Well, you can drive her over in my car. How's that? Well, Jimmy... Oh, your brother thinks I'll wreck that beautiful car, his. Oh, this and that, Slugger. Okay, then I'll be over about noon. I'll leave my car for you until I get back. Oh, well, I won't be home at noon, Slugger. So well, I should be interested in beer, there. How's that? Well, all right, Slugger. Okay. Well, I'd just say you'd meet him, Jimmy. Oh, well, if I don't, he'll go over to the apartment looking for you. I mean, for us. I don't want a policeman going over there. Oh. As we drove along the ocean, the fog cleared up rapidly. It was almost 8 o'clock. And some kids were already out on the beach playing around. Then I saw a group of early picnickers. They were unloading their blankets and umbrellas and things. I guess it was from them that I got the idea. From seeing them. Listen, Helen. I'm going to let you out of this car. You can't help me with what I have to do now. No. Tell so, Jimmy I'm staying with you. Don't argue, Helen. I'm not going to leave you, Jimmy. We can't go back to the apartment with the painters there and we can't leave him in the car. Frogger's liable to see us and pin us down to using it. There's only one place left. Hey, Helen. Helen, get out of this car, you hear? Oh, listen, Jimmy. I, I... don't have time to argue with you. Get off. I
2: won't do it, Jimmy.
1: Yes, you will if I have to push oh, you out. Jimmy, don't hurt me. Jimmy. There. Now, go back to the apartment. Get off that light, Helen. I on? can't leave you alone, Jimmy. I want to
2: help you. I'm me.
1: not blaming you for killing him, Helen, but now you've got to do as I say. What? Well, what did you say? I don't blame you for what you did. He deserved it. But now you've got to let me handle things. Jimmy, you've got to let
2: me explain. I Goodbye, I. Jimmy. Jimmy.
1: The mirror. She kept calling me. I drove on as fast as I could. I knew what I was going to do was one chance in a minute, But I knew I had to take it. And I didn't want her to be part of it. If I could keep him on the beach that whole day, then maybe I'd be able to get rid of him one night, fell. It wasn't until after I stopped that I realized I'd driven right back to a ship of beach not far from the apartment. I had my swimming shorts and a blanket and a towel in the car. And I got out. I looked around carefully, and then I opened the luggage compartment. It was the hardest thing I'd ever done in my life, but I started taking his clothes off. I managed to get my shorts onto him. Lucky we were pretty near the same size. Then I closed the door, and I went out onto the beach, and I spread my blanket out on the sand. And I went back for him. When there were no cars in sight, I carried him over to where I'd spread my blanket... I placed him on it, face down, with his hands folded over his head, as though we were sunbathing. Then I spread my towel out a short distance from him, and I laid down on it, and I tried to look relaxed. People didn't start to arrive until about an hour later, and gradually little groups of sunbaters started to form. He and I... We looked no different from the others. No one paid any attention to us. I was beginning to feel that everything was going to be easy once it was dark again.
2: But... Stevie!
1: Stevie! I've been looking all over for you. What? I... Oh, hello, Mrs. Gordon. Where's Helen? Well, isn't she in the apartment? Oh, no. And what time did you go out this morning? Oh, I couldn't sleep. I... Well, didn't Helen come in at all last night? Oh, oh yes, yes, she did. But she left early, too, uh... Said she was going into Los Angeles. Oh, and I left her a note to tell her that I was going to be down to the beach today. I was so worried about her. Oh, the painters came, Jimmy. Everything's a mess. I think I'll just sit here with you for a while. You're not uh, with anyone, are you? No. No, I'm not. I wish I brought along some oil. Looks like it's going to be a hot day. These days are caught all foggy or deceiving, you know? Yeah. Yeah, they are. Well, this is a real treat for me, Jimmy. I never get out on the beach. I think I'll have a nice day of rest for a change. Later, we can get some sandwiches. Treats on me. Well, Mrs. Gordon, no. I... I haven't planned on spending the day at the beach. Oh, it would be good for you, Jimmy. Not healthy for a boy your age to be working all night and sleeping all day. But, Mrs. Gordon, I... Oh. Say, Jimmy, you know that man over there? Which one? That one right there. No. I don't know him. (laughs) He's lying to still. His back's going to get an awful burn. Yeah. He's supposed to sleep. Oh, this is good to sleep in the sun. Mrs. Gordon, will the painters be finished by this afternoon? I uh, hope so. You know, a person can get an awful burn on a day like this. Come on, not speak to him. Mrs. Gordon, wouldn't you like to go for a walk? Oh, I'm not one for walking. You go ahead if you like. Well, I. Oh, come on, Dick. Get it over here. Oh, those kids. You children stop that. You're getting sand all. Over me. Sorry, ladies. Well, there's no need to play ball here. There's a playground over here. Now get away from here. I don't pay no attention to her. She don't
2: know the beach. Stick it over here. Uh-oh. Hit that guy
1: in Now see what they've done. They hit that poor man. Now they'll get what's coming to them. Mrs. Gordon, are, are you sure you don't want to go up and get some sandwiches or something? I'll stay in there. Not until I see those two hoodlums get what they deserve.
2: Mister? we
1: have ball? Look at that. Ball's open right the crook of that man's arms. He's pretending he's asleep. He's not going to hand it to them. But just wait till he reach for it. He'll give them something besides their ball.
2: Hey, mister, we... Oh, Mister
1: sweet? what are you waiting for, Dickie? It's our ball. Just take it. Go on, take it. Here, I'll get it. Thanks, oh, thanks, mister? Boy, <laughs> What's the matter? Hey, he's cold. What did you say? He's cold, lady. His arm's like ice. I just one. why don't you... You probably hurt him. A little bull like this couldn't hurt nobody. Well, nevertheless, it did. Here, let's have a look. And then she started moving toward him. I knew it was useless to try and stop her. And she reached over and put her hand on his back. And suddenly she was screaming. <laughs> along there was a crowd of people around us, and someone called the police.
2: I wanted to run, but I
1: knew that would be the wrong thing to do, so I stayed there, numb like watching things. When the police came, they started questioning everyone. Mrs. Gordon was first.
2: Why, he'd been there all morning. I came early, and he was here already, just like that,
1: with his face down, just like he was Sunday. Was there he... anyone else around when you arrived? Yes, yes, Jimmy was here. He was here all along with him, weren't you, Jimmy? Yes, Yes, I was. Doesn't anyone know the man? Hey, I told you kids to keep away, do you hear? Oh, we discovered him, didn't we? If it hadn't have been for yeah. us. Yeah. You've been so good, you can't close. Oh, look at his fingernails. With the Charles Wright,
0: officer. Huh? Look. What's that? Let's see.
1: Yeah, looks
0: like powder, something flaky. You
1: sure none of you people around here recognize him? I've never seen him. <laughs> officer, but that blanket he's lying on. It's from my motel. See, it stands right here, where under where you moved his hand. c Five motor cabins. Yeah, and you're sure he wasn't registered? I'm positive. Is there anyone around here from your
2: motel? Oh, look,
1: look, Jimmy. Jimmy! Jimmy! Here comes Helen. She's crying. Oh, Gordon, I asked you if there was anyone around here from your motel. Yes, yes, Jimmy Barton here. And that girl. She's his sister. They, they've been with us for several weeks. Oh. And suddenly everyone was looking at me. And at Helen as she ran towards us. And like a fool, I too started to run in Helen's direction to ward her off. <laughs> Or, or someone caught me by the arm. Oh, Jimmy, I've been looking all over the you. Don't say anything, Helen. Let me do the talking. Don't say oh, anything. Jimmy, when you forced me out of the car this morning, you said you didn't blame me for having killed him. Helen, be still. Don't.
2: Jimmy, I didn't kill him. I thought you had. I was helping you get rid of him because I thought you'd done it. Helen. I was calling the truth?
1: Oh, I swear it, Jimmy. Phil and I were calling. He, had been taking something, and he was just like he was crazy. And I, I knew there'd be trouble when he came home from work, so I got out the back and I was looking for him on the pier. Well, I couldn't uh, find him. I went back to the apartment and, and, and I, I found him on the floor. I thought he was. But killing. Helen, why didn't you say so? Give me a chance, Jimmy. You just took it for granted that I threw. Well, then who did kill him, Helen? That's what I'm trying
2: to tell you. Nobody killed him. What?
1: What are you talking about? I went to the apartment a little while ago to wait
2: for you, and while I was there,
1: I remembered about Phil last night, how strangely he'd acted and how he would almost fallen several times while we were quarrying and then I saw the gas heater, Jimmy, there, there was a sharp edge on the top of it, where was blood on it, well, he must have fallen, he must have... But, Helen, we have no way of proving that. But there was something else, Jimmy, the, the wall above the heater was scratched, there, there might be fingerprints,
2: there might be... Officer, yeah. that place
1: stuff was found under his fingernails. That might have been plaster. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I we better get down to the oh, station. Jerry,
2: they've got to believe us. Don't cry, Tom. Don. As long
1: as we know that we didn't do it, that's all that matters. Everything's going to be all right. Don't cry anymore. Well, that's about it. Lucky for us, everything checked pretty well back at the motel. And the autopsy showed he was full of some kind of drug. They call it highly toxic. But I guess it was really Mrs. Gordon who saved our necks for us. Besides talking so loud and so long that they'd have probably acquitted us just to be rid of her, she did dig up a witness who'd heard Helen and Phil quarreling and who'd seen Helen leave alone after he threatened her. Well, everything's all right now. Helen and I are beginning to forget. But it's Mrs. Gordon who's making quite a nuisance of herself on the beach these days as she goes along poking all the sunbathers and asking if they're sure they're all right.
0: And now we will hear from
1: the star of tonight's show, Mr. Elliot Reid. Thank you very much. It was a great pleasure to appear on tonight's broadcast of Suspense. For the next three weeks, suspense will originate from New York, when you will hear Eva Legallion, Alan Baxter, and Gloria Swanson. Good night. Tonight's suspense play was written by Mel Donnelly. Next Thursday, same time, you will hear Miss Eva Legallion, a star of... Suspense. Produced by William Spear for the Roma Wine Company of Fresno, California.
2: Stay
1: tuned for the thrilling adventures of the FBI in peace and war following immediately over most of these stations.